Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Conspiracy Pilled. I can't believe it's already been 9 episodes, but uh, this is your your favorite. I didn't realize my mic was muted. I know I'm excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> your everyone's favorite mostly hinged totally serious totally professional conspiracy podcast absolutely <laughs> so I'm, I'm abby libby this is my co-host pj We're totally nailing this intro yeah well you know i'm gonna give you a break abby's been sick with the covid this week oh so. my god it's been awful how how are you feeling by the way <laughs> i not good <laughs> my, i told my husband i was dying like two days ago and he's like can you just wait like a day because your life insurance policy kicks in tomorrow and i was like i will try <laughs> just clinging on yeah well i appreciate you being here and clinging to life for for this podcast for your husband uh everybody really appreciates you for doing that so uh, i'm really a hero i'm not crying but my eyes are watering so <laughs> i'm not crying you're crying <laughs> So yeah, this is our mostly hinged conspiracy podcast, but I, I got to tell you guys really quick before we get into what we're talking about. We also have a mostly unhinged podcast. If you guys want to check this out, we finally launched our locals channel and we have our first unhinged episode of conspiracy pilled up on locals. So if you guys go to conspiracypilled.locals.com, uh, you guys can uh, check out the stuff we have there. Also, we do the full episodes every Wednesday night on rumble. So after the YouTube and Odyssey and Facebook, all that portion, Twitch portion is done. We're going to go over to Rumble. We can talk to you guys there and, and continue our conspiracy stuff there. But again, on our locals, if you want the audio version of the full podcast, you can go to locals and, and uh, subscribe and get that there. So I just want to give a quick shout out to Josh, Elise, uh, Waffle Salter, and Real Truth Cactus for being our first supporters over on the locals channel. Appreciate you guys so much. Um, so yes, uh, outside of outside of that, I want to tell you guys really quickly. We have some news that I want to cover. Oh uh, yes, yesterday, the other day. When was it? Halloween? I don't know. A few days uh, ago. T Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. I don't know what today is. Monday. Sunday. Wait, Monday was Halloween. I don't know. You're sick. You don't know. Hey, we're gonna be talking <laughs> about UFO sex cults and uh, a lot of crazy stuff, but we had a few things to get to in the news. And one thing I wanted to show you guys really quick was, uh, you know, just, just to, to put to bed the conspiracy theory that there's ever, uh, you know, satanic Hollywood uh, sex blood rituals that go on. It's definitely not a thing. It's never happened. Oh, wait, here we go. Megan Fox again. I can't, I can't play the video that we played of Megan Fox. I've had two videos taken down of sharing that clip where she says that, uh, her and her and uh, Machine Gun Kelly drink each other's blood, but for ritual purposes only. But now we've got Megan Fox on Halloween uh, with with the caption on Sundays we take communion. So yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about those satanic uh, uh, Hollywood uh, sex magic rings. It's definitely not a thing. Um, also, go check out our episode on Adrenochrome and Pizzagate if you want more on that. But uh, yeah, so. You know, it was another one that was not the only crazy satanic um, costume we saw from the elite this week. Don't don't do it, PJ. Don't, do don't it. ruin my dreams. I'm going to ruin everybody's dreams. I know we're all kind of excited or nervously excited about Elon Musk buying Twitter, uh, especially people like Abby and myself who have been kicked off or banned from platforms uh, from Twitter specifically. Uh, but uh, I did notice this costume here, which is totally normal 
uh, Elon Musk dressed as some kind of Baphomet warrior with the uh, Baphomet head and upside down cross on his uh, chest there. That's not weird at all, right? That's just normal. That on top of his 2018 New World Order jacket he wore to the Met Gala? You yeah. mean that Elon Musk? That Elon Musk. The totally uh, <laughs> on our side Elon Musk. So you know what, though? Um, Elon Musk has been recognized by all sides for different things. Obviously, some people love him for his electric cars. Some people like him for his stance on free speech and hopefully bringing back uh, people like the Babylon Bee to Twitter so we can have a laugh once in a while. We'll see. It hasn't been done yet, so we'll see. Uh, but you know what? Also, the Raelians love Elon Musk. And that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about the Raelian uh, UFO sex cult. But I just want to point this out first. Elon Musk became an honorary Raelian this year. So I, w I just want to read this, and then we'll tell you what the Raelians are, what that means. It'll all make sense soon. But uh, the Rail Awards Honorary Guide title to Elon Musk. So it says, Musk, who has recently called himself a free speech absolutist, will, through his purchase of Twitter, hopefully bring about a renewed era of social media, said Thomas Kainzig, Raelian guide and leader of the U.S. Raelian movement. After years of increased content moderation by all major platforms which are in the hands of very few companies the fundamental human rights of free speech has been more uh ha has been more and more stifled hopefully Musk's acquisition of twitter means the tide is turning he said rail's own social media account has been restricted several times over the past few years and that he's been pointing out the dangers of big tech tyranny at various occasions a few years ago this is where it gets good <laughs> a few years ago when facebook lifted its ban on photos of women in the act of breastfeeding Rail commented, it's time for Facebook to also lift its ban on photos of topless women. The ban is a very stupid and sexist policy since men can show their torsos freely in their Facebook photos. <clears throat> Following YouTube's deletion of videos claiming election fraud in 2020, Rail said, with more and more censorship, YouTube is no longer the symbol of freedom. It's time to find replacements. And when the price of Twitter stock crashed last year following its ban of the former President Donald Trump's account, Rail called the decline the best possible punishment for censors. Keynesig explained the freedom of expression is a fundamental human right as long as the expression is nonviolent as Raelians are the first and foremost freedom lovers. And as Voltaire once said, I may not agree with what you have to say, but I will defend to your death the right to say it. So all of that might sound confusing. Why is, why is this guy so obsessed with uh, supposedly censorship and then goes into, but it's really about topless women censorship. <laughs> I, I changed my mind. Can we have can we have censorship back? Can we have some censorship back? <laughs> well, yeah, th th this is all going to make sense. You guys are probably going, who is this Rael guy? Why are they obsessed with topless women? And we are going to get into it. We're going to be talking about the Raelian UFO sex cult. So first, let's see who are the Raelians and what do they believe? I, I truly, truly hesitate to ask. You, I'm sure I'm sure you hesitate to ask because this is going to get weird. I'm also going to point this out really quick. If you guys are uh, just finding this episode or this podcast for the first time and you're curious about Raelians or UFO sex cults or weird culty religion stuff or it's just sounded interesting to you, I'm, I'm telling you right now to stick around to the end of the episode because I'm going to try to make a connection that I've not heard anyone else make. So this, this podcast is going to be mostly hinged. We're going to talk about just the facts, what the Raelians believe, who they are, all of the craziness stuff, which is unhinged, of course. It's just not unhinged by me. They're they're unhinged. 
right? But then I'm going to get unhinged in the last few minutes because I think I see a connection here that no one else has talked about. So stick around for that. But who are the Raelians? The Raelians are, as, as weird as it might sound, an atheistic religion that believes in Jesus, Buddha, and Muhammad, but not in the way that you would think. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into some of their beliefs. But what I wanted to point out about this, this to start off with is that uh, this Raelian cult, which was started in the 1970s, is kind of a cult buffet, as I like to call it. They, they kind of pick and choose from every religion and they claim that they're the one true religion, but all other religions are kind of true, but only sort of like they say the new Testament is, how do they put this? They say the old Testament is 90% true and the new Testament is 10% true because 90% of it has been mistranslated and misinterpreted and that he's going to like bring in the real understanding of the Bible and of Buddhism and of Mormonism and of, uh, Hinduism and anything he can get his hands on. He's going to take that. He's going to make it, make it true somehow. Uh, but they, what's weird to me is that they are super, they're, they're really, they're really liked by the mainstream media. This is what I realized. And looking into them, I noticed that the travel channel vice Yahoo, um, Wait, Yahoo of, still exists. Apparently it does. You know what's annoying about Yahoo is I'll get on my browser sometimes and I'll go to search something. I'm like, why is it showing up with all these weird search results? I'm like, oh, my browser keeps like changing my search engine to Yahoo for some reason. And they're the worst, like Bing is better than Yahoo. Like they're the worst possible search engine. And it'll like just change it back to Yahoo. Does that happen to anybody else? Does that happen to you? It used to, but I have bent it. I keep will. going. Yeah, I keep going into the settings and like deleting it as a search engine and setting my preferences. And then it's just still like, nah, but you really want Yahoo <laughs> for some reason, which is weird because I use Google Chrome most of the time. And it's like, why would Google Chrome like t make it? Yahoo? I don't know. Anyway, so random point. But apparently Yahoo's still around and they're very fond of the Raelian cult. They've called them the least offensive and least dangerous cult. Which, <laughs> and and I think that's also because they call them the most progressive cult. They're into free love. They're into democracy, they say, which is sort of, but not really true. They're actually into this thing called geneocracy. Have you ever heard the term? I think he made it up. I think a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about, he makes up and then pretends it's a real thing. Geneocracy? <clears throat> geneocracy, uh, a, a democracy by geniuses is essentially his idea. So he's like, look, if you have an IQ of above 150, you could run for public office. And if you have an IQ above 110 or whatever he makes up, he's like, then you can vote. So his idea is, yeah, demonocracy. I like that. Um, <laughs> Gene, yeah, yeah, geneocracy, the idea of a rule by the smartest people. We've already seen how well rule by the elites has worked for us and rule by uh, the experts we saw through through two years of COVID. The rule by all the smartest people in the world who are just conveniently wrong about everything. Uh, so I'm not a fan of that. They're also really progressive on their ideas of scientific progress. And I'm thinking to myself... If the mainstream is so cool with this, like they're not cool with anybody else. They're not cool with Heaven's Gate. Like I was in researching this cult, I'm coming up across tons of other UFO cults, um, including Scientology, which is kind of similar to. And you've got Hulu and all these other places. They've got these anti-Scientology uh, documentaries. Every cult is kind of shit on universally by everyone who's not in a cult, except for the Raelians. They kind of get this weird respect 
A strange new respect. Strange new respect. Yes. And I'm going mm. to crap all over that because I think they're wrong. And I think there's a reason why there's this strange new respect. And that's going to be part of the end of this episode. But it, it it's strange. Like, of course, they're, they're basically like a left wing religion cult in a lot of ways. They're very left wing politics on everything. They're really against the Catholic Church. They're really free love in some strange ways. And then they keep trying to make the claim that they're not pedophilic. We'll get into that. I, if you I, have, to if you have saying it. the lady doth protest too much and the evidence does not back up the claim. That's all I'm going to say on that. So back to who they are. Right. So this is uh, like I said, they consider themselves an atheistic religion somehow that believes in somehow. Jesus, Buddha and Muhammad and Joseph Smith. Um, they were founded in the 1970s by a guy named Claude. Claude, Claude I'm going to screw this up. Claude Vorion. It's a French name. I would pronounce it. I think that's how it's pronounced. I'm going to. So anyway, but he's but he's known as Rael. That's that's the name that he has changed to just one word like Cher or Madonna Rael. So um, and uh, the group is uh, is formalized as the International Raelian Movement, IRM or the Raelian Church, which has a hierarchical organization under Rael's leadership. The Raelian structure said in 2007 that it has about twenty three hundred members of the structure, not of the whole church. 2,300 members of the structure, um, including 170 Raelian guides and 41 bishops. They also have, I think it's up to 100 and, 102 honorary Raelians, which we'll get into later, which I, again, include Elon Musk, like we talked about, Madonna and George Soros and Bill Gates. Uh, yeah, what? yeah, we'll get into it, but that's they have, they have honorary members. Um, I'll explain that later. Um, they claim they have over a hundred thousand members and no one believes this. Uh, every, every source I found is like, yeah, we don't think that's true. Uh, an internal document from 2017 stated they have more like around 18,000 members. We're not sure how involved each of those members are, but maybe they have up to 130,000, which is the highest that they've claimed. It's really not sure. The one thing we know for sure, though, is everyone, even the people who are like boosting the numbers, claim there's almost no American membership. There's like a few hundred in America, apparently, because it's mostly in French speaking areas of Western Europe and North America and Canada, as well as parts of East Asia and Africa. They have like a lot of outreach into Japan and Africa for reasons that will probably be apparent later. Um, they're spreading worldwide. Uh, again, numbers estimated between 20 and 130,000. We really don't know. But outside of that uh, structure uh, of, of who they are, what is it that they believe is probably the big question. And I'm going to get into a little bit of, of their beliefs, but I want to kind of lightly touch on what they believe before I tell you how they came to those beliefs and kind of delve into them. So this is okay. just a, a quick overview of some of their main beliefs, uh, which are going to sound insane. <laughs> They believe that 25,000 years ago, aliens arrived on Earth and transformed it so it could so life could develop here. Uh, they used their advanced technology to establish all life on the planet, and humans are just biological robots that have been created and programmed by aliens called the Elohim. Right. I see your what? face. Yeah. So explain to people. Yeah. Maybe some people who are not familiar with that, that word Elohim. That's... That's the name of the God of the Bible. That is the name right? of God. Yes. So yeah. here's here's something I'm gonna, I'm just going to point this out really quick because I've heard everybody get this wrong, and I have friends that will will 
lambaste me for if I if I screw this up too much. Um, one of the things you'll see on a lot of the trendy TikTok conspiracy stuff, the people that are pushing um, Gnostic heresies like Jude, uh, like the Book of Judas and stuff like that, uh, they claim that Elohim really just means people from the sky. That it's a plural word and that we've all been mistranslating it. Forget what all of the Hebrew scholars say. Forget what, you know, has been known for thousands of years. Forget people who actually speak Hebrew. What they think it means is people from the sky. And that's what I, I don't know where that comes from, except for maybe from Claude himself, who started pushing that idea out there in the 1970s. So I've heard this so many times. And yet every time I listen to anybody who actually speaks Hebrew or talks about this, they're like, Really, it just means like L, the, the prefix L at the beginning means God. And if it's plural, it, it is kind of plural, but just means God of gods, king of kings. Mm-hmm. It is the name of God. It is not people from the sky. It's not plural in that sense. Um, right. Would be the experts, not some 1970s pop uh, race car journalist. But, you know, obviously this, this guy was spoke to the aliens. He spoke to the Elohim, as he calls them, the aliens, the people from the sky. That's the name of his aliens. And even better is that there is one specific Elohim alien named Yahweh. And <laughs> Seriously? We're just going to copy paste. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of copy paste. It's a lot of copy paste. Yahweh is, being the is, name. Sorry. Israel also a copy paste from Israel? I believe so. We're gonna, there's some really strange relationships between him and Israel that's going to make sense later on. Uh, but yes, I do believe that's where his name comes from. There's a lot. I think. I think, in this this entire cult is a bunch of copy po- uh, copy paste from all these different religions. It's really weird. Um, I don't think that I, I don't think that it really matters because I think him getting his rocks off is the entire point of this religion. But um, yeah, so the Elohim created humans in their image and likeness, and there was one alien scientist who was responsible for creating. Hum, this humanity in, in particular, the, the people of Earth, whose name was Yahweh, and he created the first two humans named Adam and Eve. So, again, oh, sorry. Yahweh, by the way, if people, again, don't know, that is the name of God. The one that, uh, it's actually not really pronounceable. It's like, like the best translation from Hebrew would be like Y-H-W-H. And then kind of modern day Protestants have just started using Yahweh and adding in vowels to it. But um that's where that comes from. So uh, the <laughs> it also says there was originally seven human races modeling the seven Elohim or yeah, modeling the seven Elohim races that the purple, blue and green races have died out. So they, they claim that they're kind of, you know, like the grays, like the kind <gasps> of round head, Asian eyed alien, short aliens, like four foot five. Like that's what these are, except there's, there's seven of them and they're in different colors and they're kind of, he says they're kind of Asiatic. Yeah. The pink ones all died. The pink one uh no, the purple, blue and green have died. Oh. I think the pink are still if pink is one of the colors. I don't know if pink well, it's seven colors, I'm guessing it's seven like the rainbow, so red, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. I don't know. But uh purple, blue and green are are gone. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, so Raelians reject Darwinian evolution and espouse creationism and intelligent design. One of the books, one of the books is called like intelligent design or something like that, but it's like intelligent design by an alien race called the Elohim with that one like nerdy scientist guy alien that created Jesus. Um Cactus says they're teletubbies. Yes, they're te- <laughs> Yes. Tele the earth was created by teletubbies is what I'm getting to. And if you don't believe that, yeah, I don't, I, just, I don't know. 
I think I needed another drink of beer to get through this. Um, <laughs> so that's uh, they, they get all these beliefs from their one true prophet and planetary guide known as Rael. And I want to get into who is Rael. So as I mentioned, Rael is a guy who is formerly known as Claude... I'm going to Claude Vorion, I think. I'm trying to pronounce it with a French accent. I'm terrible at this. You could probably do it better than I could. V-O-R-L-I-H-O-N. I don't know. Anyway, that's that was his original name. We're just going to call him Claude or Rael um, from now on because that's just easier for me. He was, he was a sports car journalist and test driver. And before that, he was a kind of failed 1960s French pop musician. He still is really into putting his music out there, and he's got some strange music videos. Um, yeah, some really like it, there is actually a YouTube channel called Rael TV, and he still puts up his music videos and his guitar playing, and he tries to like incorporate it into his religion, but it's just like a really sad like, okay, dude, like you're not you're not that good. Like people are following you for something else. Like maybe just cool it on your trying to sell your shitty pop albums like 1960s French pop was never good. It was never good and you were never that good at it. So like just maybe don't. But uh it's really bad. It's really really bad. Like maybe I'm not the best person to to judge French pop music, but it's bad. If it's good, all French pop music is really bad and I'm guessing that it's a bit of both. That's just that's just I've, my thoughts. I've listened to some that I enjoyed, but I admittedly have terrible taste. Like like modern pop, like modern French yeah. pop music, or like nineteen sixties yeah. French pop music. Like modern French pop. Is it it's is it like, actually good? It's like it's like sad mincing pop. Oh, okay. So it's the same thing that it's always been. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I don't know. I just listened to this guy. That's my only reference. I'm just saying he's. I don't think he's good. Um, but yeah. So he was he was a he was a pop star. Kind of, and then became he wanted to be a, a race car driver, but he wasn't either good at it or didn't have enough money for it. So he created his own racing journalism, a uh, racing journal uh, that I guess he wrote for. I don't know how succe successful that was. Of course, all of this just comes from his word. So take all of this with a grain of salt. Uh, but in 1973, he was driving on his way to a race to to cover it or something like that, and he decided he, he felt called to drive out into the French wilderness to an un an inactive volcano. And what? that's where, yeah, apparently, I don't even know if this exists. He drives out to some in, inactive volcano, and that's where the aliens come down and abduct him, and he meets the Elohim, and they oh. they explain to him how the world works, that the aliens uh, are the true creators of humanity, that they created all of us in their image using advanced cloning technology, uh, and they they show this to him. They, they actually clone people right in front of them, <laughs> and... Not only that, but they actually clone women in front of him specifically, specifically for him to have sex with them, because that's how the Elohim kind of like that's their welcoming wagon is like here. Let me uh, whip up some clones. Would you would you like uh, an Asian clone, uh, an African clone? Apparently, he had both. He had sex with six um, alien clones that the Elohim were just like here's your welcoming gift. Get onto our spaceship, you old rascal. Have some fun, and then we'll 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 talk politics afterwards. So <laughs> we're seriously supposed to expect that he made it six times. Apparently. Well, I mean, look, just look at this guy. Isn't he a sexy stud right there? <laughs> that, yeah. No, that, I'm uh, not buying it. Beanie Yamaka thing is also covering up a major bald spot, by the way. <laughs> so, 
Like he's super bald around the top. He's just kind of got this like, uh, yeah, I don't even know. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. (laughs) So where was I going with this? Uh, The aliens, let's see. They, they, uh, they claim that Claude is the last of the 40 prophets uh, and that these aliens created and enlightened 39 prophets before him by having sex with human women. And these prophets included Moses, Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, whoever else he can co-opt into his religion. And that at one point, Claude had dinner with all of them. He, he sat down with his half-brother, Jesus, and they had a nice meal together, banged some Raelian uh, clone hookers. And then, uh, it, yeah, like that's, that's, that's kind of his whole story, right? Um, and, and by the way, like he keeps coming out with these books. So he's got six books in his kind of Bible, I guess you would call it like six short to the point, weird books. Uh, so every time, like, it's really weird. Cause he comes back and he like creates this religion after like one or one, after his first book, I guess. And it's kind of like this nerd convention of like star Trek geeks. And he realizes there's like no hot chicks there. And that's kind of the point. So he goes back and like keeps going back to the aliens and getting more stuff and like changing. And he like, at one point he kicks out most of his followers. He's like, I really need hot women. Actually part of his religion, this is no joke. Part of his religion is that the Raelians love attractive women because they really care about the purity of the genes and that it is important for him to have sex with as many hot women as possible. How do people buy this? (laughs) Apparently a lot of people do. Yeah. So, um, We'll get into like the hot women thing because he actually has a cabal of of hot women who are dedicated to only having sex with him. Again, this is accepted and praised by the mainstream media. Like this is the one thing I will get to. Every mainstream source I saw on this was like, it's actually a really free and fun and 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 good uh, movement. It's doing all these wonderful things. It's anti-war. It's free love. It's pro LGBTQ. It's pro abortion for some reason. It's pro everything we want it to be. Um, pro transgenderism. And it's really a wonderful movement. You know, the only thing that's wrong about it is that it's not true. It's just kind of silly. Like, that's the belief they have. Let's forget the fact that in 1990, when he was 40 years old, he married a 16-year-old Asian girl and then made creepy sex music videos about her. Um, Again, not a pedophile, remember? That's the one thing I've been insured by the mainstream media, that this is not pro-pedophile despite the 40-year-old leader marrying a 16-year-old girl and then brainwashing her into being his sex slave. Totally good, cool stuff. Mr. Zed says, you all are going to be really sad when this turns out to be true and you get punished by not being allowed any clones of your own. Well, you know what's crazy? What's crazy is there is a there is a clone punishment for the worst people in this religion. So we're going to get into the cloning stuff, but like... Oh, no. Not only do they believe in reincarnation kind of through cloning which is their big sell is like you can be infinitely cloned um and maybe have your memories transported to your new clone they actually believe in cloning hitler in order to torture him they actually believe in in the 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 two examples they give they want to clone hitler and the hijackers of 9-11 in order to torture them (laughs) so so not only do they have an afterlife of you know infinite cloning but they have an afterlife of cloning bad people and then torturing them. This very peaceful anti-war, anti-violence movement believes in bringing back Hitler just to torture him. Okay, so rewind a little bit. He needs hot women <clears throat> to keep the gene pool pure. Right. But Hitler, bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, yeah. Well, there he he might agree with Hitler on more things than you think. Uh, which again, we'll get into that. Shocking. <coughs> Shocking, right? Uh, including his love of Karl Marx, uh, which is part of his paradism thing, where he's like, "Yes, communism's great. They've just done it wrong." <laughs> Never heard this line before. Uh, that's actually in a video of his, by the way. Um, so yeah, so let's see. I want to get to more what he believes uh, before we get into the, how the organization works. And ma- there are many weird websites. They've got a lot of weird websites. So uh, his job on Earth is to spread the message of the Elohim of peace, love, and democracy, but not really democracy, and to prepare humanity to be welcomed into the interstellar community, presumably by 2035. Okay. That is when they believe that the Elohim are going to come back and and America and the world, not America, the world can either become peaceful and loving and ready for the aliens to take us into the interstellar community or we can destroy ourselves. That's why one of their well, we'll get into their holy days in a minute. Let's talk about how to become a Raelian. That's going to that's going to cover that. So, how do you become a Raelian? A step-by-step guide. Oh, I'm so glad that you've compiled steps. There is, there is steps. There's not many. There's not many steps. Oh, good. Um, which is good. I was <laughs> worried it was going to be difficult. Yeah, yeah. No, the 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 what is it? The wide path is uh, <laughs> to hell. Yeah. So um, the first thing. This is this is super interesting to me because this is one of their first like real cognitive dissonances. <laughs> first, I'm kidding, obviously. <laughs> but this <What>? was. <laughs> But this is like such a cognitive dissonance that I, when I was watching the people talk about this, I was like, how do you not see? So what they, what they say is you need to denounce any other religion, which is interesting because their whole thing is by co-opting your religion and telling you it's true, but also disavow it because it's only part of the truth, which is how they've actually gotten a lot of uh, their African outreach. So I was watching one of the videos from vice and in Africa, they were like, well, the Christians came to Africa and they told us we had to leave behind our, our demonic gods and worship the one true God. And wasn't that awful of them? Rael comes in and he tells us we can keep our, our old gods, but also we have to denounce them. But, you know, the, and there's only 40 prophets and he doesn't really say who they all are outside of the major religions, but I'm sure it includes the 900,000 different religions that are in one African country alone. Like, I don't know if you've, you obviously you have, but like studied any African religion or uh uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Beliefs and stuff like that. Um, there's like every tribe has their own religion and their own gods and their own, you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's primarily animism, but each each subculture because there's a lot of different language groups, a lot of different peoples that kind of grew up separately. Um, has their own kind of naming and but the the concepts of are are pretty widespread as far as just. Right. Having, and th- that was the hardest on. thing for me to, to when I studied um, uh, the, the, you know, all of the African religions and stuff like that is I was like, I can't keep it track of it because every 10 miles is a new belief system in Africa. Mm-hmm. So it's funny to me that he's got 40 prophets that are definitely Elohim, Raelian people. Uh, and that covers all of the major religions, but also it covers Africa, even though they'd have to have a different one for supposedly like every you know, 10 square miles. But anyway, so the point was like, they're telling the Africans, you can keep your old gods, but also you have to denounce them. Uh, That's the first step, which is kind of a weird thing. They do it to Christians as well. Like, yeah, Jesus is cool. He's just a liar. Um, 
which is interesting. Like I've heard it put this way, and this is this is one of the most true things ever. You you have to believe three things. One of three things about Jesus, no matter who you are. There's only three options: either he's a liar, a madman, or he's actually the son of God. Like there's there's not like you can't he can't be a kind of good guy that also deceived people and lied to people, and he he, he can't be yeah. crazy and also good. Like there's no way around that he with his with the claims that he made um mm-hmm. so again that's a weird one to me but that's kind of his whole thing is like yeah your religions are kind of all partially true uh but they've just been misinterpreted and i have the real interpretations through my six pamphlet sized books um and then the next step the next step after denouncing your religion that they told you you could keep is to get baptized which is <laughs> very strange excuse me <laughs> Right. Well, this baptism is very similar and entirely different from Christian baptism. So uh, what they believe getting baptized is, is uploading your DNA into a space computer for digital reincarnation and immortality. That's that's their idea of baptism. Now, it's performed on one of four major holidays. Because they have four major, they have a lot of holidays. Actually, they have a lot of spe- uh, special days. We'll get into them. They've got a lot of marches and activism. They have days for, but they have four major ho- holidays, holy days, in realism. It's it's called Raelianism or Raelism, by the way. It, both are apparently true. Um, and the first holiday, their first major holiday, is the bombing of Hiroshima, which is, <laughs> which Excuse is, me? yeah, right, right, pretty strange. Pretty strange holiday. Um, so apparently the Raelians believe that there is, we are living in a new age. So you have BC, you have AD, and you have AH after Hiroshima because Hiroshima welcomed us into the apocalypse age, as they call it. And we only have between Hiroshima's bombing and 2035 to either be destroyed by the apocalypse or to be uh enlightened enough that the Elohim aliens will come down in their spaceship supposedly over Israel and then take us all into the sky with them. So that's that's why apparently why Hiroshima is a a holy day for the aliens. Their second day, their second holy day is Rael's first encounter with the Elohim. Uh the third holy day is when he had dinner with Jesus, his half brother. <laughs> And oh Buddha, his half brother, and Joseph Smith, his half bro- half brother, and whoever else he can say is his half brother, in order to get you to come into his religion. And then the fourth holy day is the cloning of Adam and Eve. So those are the four days of the year on which you can be baptized. And essentially, uh, well, I'll, I'll just read you this report from the Religion Media Center, who wrote about how their baptism works. So <clears throat> says. The baptism itself is similar to Christian baptism. Uh, oh, what happened to... I'm here. You're here? Okay. Uh, it says the baptism itself is similar to Christian baptism. One guy, uh, one guide member sprinkles water onto the forehead of the new member. An important part of the ritual is telepathic communication with extraterrestrials. To strengthen the connection, the guide builds a human chain holding each other hand to hand. Raelians believe that this helps transmit the genetic code of each new member to the Elohim who record their genetic information and will become recognized when the Elohim return and members will be judged. If considered worthy, the Elohim will be able to ensure the immortality of members, potentially cloning the body of every member. New initiates sign a contract that permits a mortician to cut a piece of bone from their forehead or the third eye after death and post it Packed in ice 
to Rael, who will take it to the Elohim. It is not recorded whether this procedure has ever been carried out. So For, once forehead. once you are baptized, you you have to sign a contract that when you die, they will cut the bone from your forehead and just ship that on to Elohim's home. Just get, rifling through the mail. Oh, bill, advertisement. Uh, oh, there we go. Someone's forehead. Yeah. Of course, it'd be packed in ice. So I don't think it'd be in an envelope, but that's that's uh, that's how their baptism works. So almost exactly like Christianity, right? <laughs> of all the things to require for a DNA sample, that just doesn't <clears throat> make medical sense to me. Well, <laughs> not only does that not make medical sense, but even in their own idea, they believe that they're holding hands and becoming 5G Wi-Fi projectors out into space with their genetic information. You know, it's like sprinkle some water on your forehead, hold hands, become this giant uh, Wi-Fi router to space. And the aliens will get your genetic info, but also they need your bone from your forehead to clone you. And Elohim's going to personally deliver it to him, by the way. Don't you? Don't you? It's just like when you give your parents a letter to Santa Claus. Don't worry, <laughs> we'll take it to the North I'll Pole. Totally give this to the aliens for it, you. Right, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, oh. after you become a member of the Raelian Church, you're encouraged to give 10% of your income to the church. I don't know how much they like really enforce this, <clears throat> but apparently uh Rael's living really well off of the mostly the donations of a few extremely wealthy members of his church. So there's one Japanese millionaire or billionaire that funds most of this, from what I understand. Um, outside of that, they want you to eat and live healthy, so no caffeine, and they want you to become vegetarian. And just a slight other thing, you should probably also wear their symbol after becoming oh. a member of the oh, Raelian church. Yeah, so that's uh, that's their symbol. I was worried um, it was going to be like terrible. I, I was worried it was going to be something super offensive. So for people who are listening to this later, um, really simple symbol. It's just, you know, the star of David with a swastika in the middle of Inside. it. Totally, totally normal. I can't imagine it, why Jerusalem has banned them from building a temple in Israel. <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine this. Yeah. So. It, the first time I saw this, I was like, "Did is, is this just a troll? Like, it, it, did somebody just think, how could I make the most offensive symbol possible to most quickly get the most people? <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? Um, but uh, yeah, so <clears throat> one of the parts of their religion is when I talk about them coming back in 2035 is that they Rael believes that they are supposed to have an embassy on the holy land of uh, of Jerusalem like it like where all the other holy land is they're just going to take up a spot next to the the western wall or something like next to the wailing wall or something like that you know i'm sure they'll just give them that space and then they just put a giant star of david and a swastika on it you know like that's what they believe they just need a small 4 square kilometers of land to build their spaceport um, and I want to show you, I've got a video here of their, of their spaceport. Sorry. I've got so many tabs pulled up because they're, we're going to get into some of this stuff and some of it I'm sure we'll get into in the, in the later parts over on, um, on uh, rumble, but th let's just look at the spaceport that they want to build in Israel, which now they're kind of saying, I, I guess we could build it anywhere, but we really think it needs to be in Israel. 
He's also said things like, well, I don't know why Israel even exists as a country if it's not going to let us build this here, because that's the whole point of you ever becoming a country again, was to allow the Elohim to come back. <laughs> so, um, wow. yeah, I, I don't I can't imagine how he's pissed off Israel. Maybe it's the fact that uh, uh, Louis Farrakhan is one of their honorary members <laughs> of Raelianism. I have no idea. I can't figure it out. So let's let's see what this uh, this third temple they call it is supposed to look like oh it is the teletubbies such is the mission of rael and those who have decided to help him the members of the international Raelian movement your country could be the host of this embassy and benefit from the tens of billions of dollars that it will bring in additional revenue the host country will also forever have the prestige of being the one who dared welcome those who created us, and in doing so, will offer a very great service to humanity. The host country will need to grant the Raelian movement a very small amount of land, approximately four square kilometers, for the purpose of building a peace-loving embassy where the residents and visitors will have privacy and diplomatic neutrality. The country granting the necessary extraterritoriality and authorization for the embassy to be built within its territory will not only benefit financially, but enjoy the protection of the Elohim. It will become the spiritual and scientific center of the planet for millennia to come, and happiness will prevail within its borders. This can be your country. But please make it Israel. Did you know, by the way, did you notice that they have... <laughs> The swastika, like, oh, they still use right. the swastika on this. So what's funny is after Israel turned them down, they made a new symbol where they replaced a swastika with kind of a swirl thing, and Israel's still like, no. And then they're like, okay, I guess we'll just go back to using the swastika. They actually have a website dedicated to the swastika and its original meaning. So they changed, they, they did change, like I said, they changed their symbol to a swirl kind of, but their leaders still use the swastika. Most of them still do. Um, but they really do want to go back to the swastika and it's quote original meaning. And in 2009, Rael declared that June 23rd was swastika rehabilitation day and that no. every June, <laughs> every June Raelians hold events to educate the public about the symbol's true meaning. <laughs> We don't need to rehabilitate it. Let it let it go. Let it go. Yeah, I love what you guys are saying in the chat about the the the, the embassy. Katie Zed says it looks like a hemorrhoid cushion. Uh, Cactus says this looks like Star Trek video made by the bad guys. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, what do you think of their what do you think of their embassy there? The animation was so bad, but then that was animated. I thought that was real. That was so good. It was almost PS1 graphics on that. <laughs> but then they got like a every everything was this terrible animation except for the the image of Rael just superimposed on a big screen because he just had to get his photo in there somehow. He yeah, couldn't just, let it go. Just the picture of uh, Rael. Do you notice it, even in this new picture, he's still wearing the swastika in the middle of that. So he really loves. Really loves him some swastika rehabilitation, some Louis Farrakhan, some uh, claiming that Israel shouldn't exist if they don't allow him to come there. <laughs> I think he's winning him over. I think he's winning him over. So it's not just about allowing, right? Like he wants them to just straight let up him give build him the land, build land on the Holy Land in Israel. Yes. Yeah. He claimed, and then and then he went to Israel and claimed that he is the Messiah they've been waiting for. No, he didn't. He literally did do that. Yes. 
Oh my God. He's the Messiah that the Jews have been waiting. Well, he said it to everybody else. Why not the Jews as well? He said it to the I Christians. Yeah, he said it to everybody. So, um, but that surprisingly is not the only controversial thing that they believe. Um, if you could find one. I'm shocked. Unshocked. In 1997, Rael developed Clone Aid, uh, which was his first poorly named aid thing. Um, this is the first human cloning company in the world. And it was based in the Bahamas until the government drove them out uh, in 2001, I think. Uh, they left for a country where cloning was, quote, legal, according to their website. Uh, it is a really bad looking website. There's not much on it. Apparently, they've tried to distance themselves from this, except that they still hold on to the fact that in 2000, when it was taken over by Aurelian Bishop Dr. Bridget Boslier, I don't know, um, that they are sorry, in 2002... They had their first human clone, and guess what this little girl clone was named? Mary? Eve, yeah. So oh. they cloned Eve, oh. apparent, uh, apparently. They never said where exactly she was born, where the facility moved to. Again, they left the Bahamas in 2001. They supposedly had another one running by 2002. They cloned a little girl named her Eve, and no one outside of the cult has ever seen her, but apparently she lives in Israel to this day and no one has seen her so she's just hanging out in israel wearing her swastika to school you know just like doing her thing um that's just one of their that's just one of their claims again very science-based um you know they're they're the good guys remember they just are a little wacky yeah uh-huh yeah but if okay. you think if you think clone aid was a bad name uh <laughs> i don't even know how to say this <clears throat> They decided to stick with the aid thing and they made, Why? yeah, uh, then they made a website. I'm just going to show this to you so you can actually believe this is a real thing named Clitterade. No. <laughs> Clitterade. No. Not a joke. Now, <laughs> when I first saw that this was a thing, I wrote this in my notes. Maybe this will probably, um, I just wrote this. The first thought that popped in my head, I realized I put in my notes and I was just like, mom, Skaterade tastes like fish. It's like the first thing that came to my head. <clears throat> Mom, I want Gatorade. We have Gatorade at home, son. No. <laughs> Gatorade no. at home. Yeah, no, Clitorade, like, okay, so apparently this is kind of a good cause, but it's so badly named. Like, kind of. So I, I don't know if you're familiar with <laughs> female genital mutilation. I shouldn't be laughing saying this because it's a truly awful thing that happens in Africa and yeah. parts of the Middle East. Not trying to laugh at that, but this is just too much for me. Um, where So basically, they had this idea that the whole world is based around your pleasure. Uh, and part of the way that they could show that to the world, that the whole world is about you getting as much pleasure as possible and having as much sex as possible, was to go and reconstruct women's clitorises who had been mutilated when they were children, which is a t truly terrible thing. And apparently, they created a hospital, and they say they fixed... 25 women before they were shut down for not having any licensing or legitimate doctors at all. So I don't know if I trust any of this or if they've ever actually done any good work, but you can still go on their website and buy vibrators and books on how to pleasure yourself. Uh, it's pretty weird. So, so, so I'm on the website and, uh, uh, it looks <laughs> like they have a adopt a clitoris. That's where I was going. Yeah. They do have the adopt a clitoris, uh, campaign in case you guys oh, want to oh boy. adopt a clitoris yeah so 
I don't know how out of date this website is, by the way, either, because apparently this has been shut down. So I don't know if you can still adopt a clitoris, um, but apparently Rael's adopted a, a lot of them. Um, <laughs> they were also promoted. Clitorate was also promoted by the Adult Video Network uh, Awards, the Adult Entertainment Expo in Las Vegas. And their their website is against mutilation of all kinds, including uh, wanting to ban circumcision. But they are very, very pro trans mutilation of children, like very, very much so. Um, so, again, they're, they're they're against mutilating children's genitals unless they are mentally ill children and then mutilate the hell out of those general genitals because we're the good guys. They're also it's so weird. Like everything they believe is just weird. I don't know. I just find that. Yeah. So that's, that's their whole thing on Clitorade. Um, but talking about the, the, the clitoris is the rails adopted <laughs> in, in 1998 rail established an internal all female group called the order of rails angels. Uh, and these are where members are trained to become consorts of the Elohim. Uh, so another thing they do, another like super pro LGBT thing that they do besides actually this is this is weird to me. So they also like have I think they have one or had one angel who was a was a trans was a man to woman. Um, so that still counts, apparently. But, uh, you know, they want the pure genes and they are against genital mutilation. But you could, you know, be Richard Levine and uh-huh, have sex uh-huh. with Claude. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just so weird. Um, basically, he surrounds himself with hundreds of beautiful women who are only allowed to pleasure Claude himself. Uh-huh. And on top of that, there is an order of six specifically set apart women who are only allowed to have sex with the Elohim when they come back to Earth. But because Claude is half Elohim, because his dad is, of course he is, is. an alien... And he's Jesus's half brother. He can have sex with these six most beautiful women of his group. So he basically gets to pick out who are the six hottest chicks in this religion. Yeah. You're one of my angels. You're in the top order. You can only have sex with me. You're also my order. You have to rub my feet. But you can have sex with whatever you want. And they also have this system um, of wristbands or feathers where you can wear a wristband and it'll be different colors. So it'll be like, I want to have sex with a lot of people. I'm bisexual. I'm white means they're saving themselves for the Elohim. You don't get a, you don't get a, um, you don't get to be abstinent. You only get to be abstinent until the Elohim come. And then you have to pleasure the Elohim. Cause that's kind of what they're, so their wait, thing is. if you have a, I'm waiting for the Elohim bracelet, you still have to sleep with Claude, right? Cause he's part of the Elohim. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very convenient for yeah. that guy. Yeah, very convenient for for him. Uh, I don't know if you got noticed me mentioning six a lot. Uh, uh, yeah, but, <laughs> I've heard that number come up a yeah, few times. They do have a very interesting six-tiered structure. They have six tiers of membership, um, you know, going all the way up to Planetary Guide, which is just Claude himself. They have six angels. These angels have six tiers within themselves as well. His religion is based on six books that he wrote based on six encounters with the aliens written over a course of 666 days. You forgot how he slept with six clones when he first met the aliens. He also slept with six clones when he first met the aliens. There's a lot of lot of this, yeah, a lot of six here. So um 
yeah, it's so just, you know, put that in your back pocket. Um, they also have this thing called the Happiness Academy, which is basically. I don't want to know. It's okay. it's like a, a self-help academy that people go to and have orgies <laughs> and learn how to manage their stress in life. Um, mm. I can't mm-hmm. find this video, but I've seen people report it and I don't want to find it. But apparently they have a talking about them not being pedophiles remember as we're constantly told and i think that's because it was deleted off of rail tv they had a video of a cartoon bunny explaining how uh, five-year-olds can pleasure themselves because that's also part of their teaching is uh masturbation is very good as soon as you're five years old and up it's it's part of their religion is to teach children how to pleasure themselves again not creepy weird sex stuff remember they're constantly saying why do people keep calling us a sex cult why do people keep calling? Like, I don't get it. They, they just think all we want to do is have orgies or something for some reason because we have academies dedicated to orgies and because our calendar is based around sex holidays and we teach children how to masturbate and we wear, wear wristbands specifically about what kind of sex we want to have with other members. I don't know why people would call this a sex cult. Please stop calling us a sex cult. Also, do you want to maybe have an orgy later? Like, that's their whole thing. It's really weird their entire personality it's literally they don't everything want you to notice it it's it's the whole don't notice it unless you like it <laughs> right yeah yeah ah uh, man um <laughs> i got lost there there's something else in about sex oh talking about holidays they also have a website uh it's about their weird websites they have a website called gotopless.org because part of their religion is to get up in the morning and have all the women be topless and do their meditations amongst the members, completely nude. And they have a boob map on their website. Sorry, where, what? Yes, boob map on their website where you can find where the topless uh, protests are. And it's so great because they even tell you when and where you have to wear nipple pasties and where you can just be like full topless. Uh, they've got a whole thing on their website about what kind of laws there are around being topless. Um, Katie wants to know if this is called Go Topless Aid. Go Topless Aid. <laughs> they should have, yeah, it should have added the aid there. I don't know why they didn't stick with the aid on this one. Uh, titty Aid. I don't know. Something like that. It sounds better than Clitter Aid, but. <laughs> why, why are all the websites like aid. weird feminine? Like, they're so feminine. Their whole culture is around being feminine. Actually, the men should be more feminine and the women should be more feminine and everybody should be more feminine except the trans people. And then you should also have a lot of sex with everybody. Actually, femininity is part of their like religious beliefs huh. is that the world should be more feminine. The Elohim are actually very sensitive and feminine themselves. Fascinating. Yeah. He kind of called Jesus gay is what, I'm, is what I'm getting from it. He kind of called Jesus a sissy girl. And I don't I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like anything about this, but like he literally does claim like that the Elohim are kind of effeminate. They're kind of they're kind of, you know, kind of flamey. <laughs> like that's <laughs> By the way, I don't know if I showed you this. This is Clonade. This is their really amazing website for Clonade. They offer services and products. <laughs> and, I just and, want to <laughs> state for the record at this juncture. <laughs> That I had nothing to do with this episode. <laughs> you literally had no idea. She came into this completely blind. It's so funny. I was like, you know what? There's this weird UFO cult in Italy I was going to research called the W56. 
and how they were like basically like stealing gold with aliens and hiding in a secret mountain base somewhere. And I was like, that sounds like a cool episode to do. We haven't done UFOs or anything with cults yet. And then I just stumbled across Raleighism and I'm like, this is too good. This is too, this is too good. And um, I went and got COVID and stopped paying attention. And PJ was like, ah! I just decided to go off, off, uh, off the rails, off the rails on this one. Um, cause leave. I just, yeah, just leave. Um, yeah, real quick. Also, they have another website called rails girls in case you didn't think this was just no. a sex cult where it is a, uh, a promotion of working in the sex industry and it, it goes on to say we're not trying to convince you to work in the sex industry but if you want to we'll help you we'll we'll give you connections and we'll we'll mentor you and help you to become a sex worker and possibly one of uh, rail's angels so yeah they're, they're they're not a sex cult though no but do they have any tenants that aren't about sex like name one. No, I mean their whole other thing is just yeah, like no joking, like, joking aside, like their whole other thing is like peaceful stuff. So it's like no war, um, don't force your religion on people, but we're also gonna force our religion on you uh, through orgies. <laughs> so I guess that's better somehow. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's their whole thing. Like if you go through their their heroes again, we could look through their heroes. Um, we've got. Lots of great heroes, and then it tells you why that they fulfill the Raelian uh, stuff. So we've got like Madonna. She was nominated for promote, promoting sexual awakening. Uh, Sinead O'Connor for protesting the war. Michael Jackson for his work with children. What? That's not a joke. <laughs> what? Focuses on making safe and healthy development of children a top priority worldwide. Uh, ask Macaulay Culkin. I don't think you're going to get the same answer. Um, Michael Moore uh, for being anti-gun. Bill Gates for um, being better. Listen to this. Rail said Gates is much more of a saint than Mother Teresa. Uh, Hugh Hefner <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, Wait, is that Eminem? Yes, that Eminem? Eminem for being anti-war. Uh, okay. Rosie O'Donnell for being for gay rights. Um, uh, <laughs> Ayanna Hershelly. Wow. Um, Dutch feminist writer, uh, Warren Buffett. Gosh, there's like a hundred and some of them. I just want to scroll through real quick. Just a couple Jimmy Carter, uh, Noam like Chomsky. All richest, what? All the richest guys in the world. Pretty much. Yeah. As long as they're for socialism, which benefits them and not the working class people. Uh, George Soros, uh, the guy who invented the internet, probably because of porn. Uh, just to be honest, I think that's why uh, Julian Assange. Um, oh yeah, here we go. Louis Farrakhan. I don't know why they haven't won over the Jews yet. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> it's a mystery. This is this is this is the most offensive part of the website. They say Bradley Manning. I believe it's Jessica Manning now. So, right? How dare they? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Wow, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, they're very for pro-science stuff, supposedly. Matt Damon. Uh, yeah, lots of people on here. Mark Zuckerberg, all of the elites. And then we've got Elon Musk this year, and then a few few past him. So all the way down to the latest one, Alexandra Henry and 
whatever, nominated for her position against the vaccination and her denunciation of the lies about that in the pandemic and COVID, which is hilarious because their recent ones are like anti-censorship and people who spoke out against the vaccinations and against COVID censorship, but also George Soros and Bill Gates. It's a weird mix of stuff, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, it's a, it's a crapshoot. As long as you're like anti-war, pro-orgy, you're you're good. You're good. Yeah, pro-science. If you do anything to help science, um, they're whatever science that they like. I guess not. Uh, not Fauci. I guess uh, I don't think they like the Beagles. But uh, yeah, Kanye's not on the list. He probably will be. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> we'll they're see. like far left libertarians. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah, that's probably the best way to describe them. They're far left libertarians. That, that That's about as consistent as you can get out of this, I think. Which I was. So you know how when you set up a pattern and you're like, OK, I'm going to try to put things perfectly here and make them line up and or you can just choose to but have it be chaotic on purpose. But they're not right? really libertarians either because they're pro-communism. Well, it, it's like if. We don't have to make it make sense. If no, we make of course, it not none make of this sense makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> in the most wild way possible. It's not that a few things are out of line. It's that it's a feature, not a bug. That nothing makes. Well, obviously, nothing makes sense because, like, it, the idea of all religions are true has always been a stupid one. Considering every religion is like exclusionary to other religions. So, like, if yep. you're Islam or Muslim, you can't believe in Christianity and Judaism. If you're Christian, you don't believe in any other gods. If you're Jewish, you don't believe in Jesus. Like, there's all of these things that they can't possibly make sense together. And he's like, not only am I the Jewish Messiah, also Jesus kind of was too, which, right? Yeah, like that doesn't, that I don't know how that sits with anybody. Um, yeah. They just, he just kind of like picks and chooses like, well, what parts of this religion do I like? You know, he kind of looks at Christianity as in like overall, it's just a, it's just a message of being a good person, uh, whatever good means to me, because we're not going to let God decide what that is. Oh my gosh. I just noticed on their page right here, they have their <laughs> websites listed at the bottom. Their featured page is Elohim embassy. One minute for peace. Go topless clitorade pro swastika.com. <laughs> oh Paradism. God. Uh, their idea that they want to have no work and all money. They're actually the uh, pro, uh, Andrew Yang's thing. The, um, Getting a what's it's universal income, universal basic income. Oh yeah, they want to have robots do all the work for you. They actually believe that you can create like biological robots to be your your sex slaves and your work slaves and stuff like that. So aren't very nice we kind of stuff. Robots? Yeah, nothing makes sense in this. Because mm. that's another like they he calls humans biological robots, but then he also says, well, they can make biological robots to do our work for us, which is like they can make human slaves. That sounds bad. Like that sounds bad, doesn't it? Um, I mean, that's the thing. Like this guy literally, like, in, like essentially brainwashes and enslaves people. It was bad when David Koresh did it. It's cool when this guy does it for some reason. Like when David Koresh does it, you can kill the women and children. That's totally fine. When this guy does it, Vice is like pat on the back, guy. You know, Yahoo Australia is like this. This is a great religion. It's actually the greatest one. The only problem with it is that it's not true, which leads me to my crazy, unhinged conspiracy. Oh my gosh! Okay. Before we go over to Rumble. I'm just going to kind of preface this here uh, and then we'll, we'll, we'll kind of discuss it more over on Rumble. Is all of this, is realism, is Claude part of the New World Order's agenda called Project Bluebeam?
All right, so well, you conveniently left that slide out of the rundown up front I, of the show. I did, did, yes. I, I, you coming into this totally blind, so I, I think that's the fun way to do this one. So, if you guys are not familiar, and we will eventually do a full episode on Project Bluebeam because there's a lot of interesting stuff there. Um, but the idea, I'm just gonna give the basic idea on why I think this could possibly be related in a very unhinged uh, way. So, <clears throat> the idea of Project Bluebeam is that NASA with the help of the United Nations, was attempting to implement a new age religion with the Antichrist at its head and start a new world order via technology simulating the second coming of Christ. So the idea in Project Bluebeam is that at one point they will project UFOs onto the sodium layer in the sky using satellites and cloud seeding, right? They will essentially project UFOs onto the sky and convince everyone that all of their religions are false and that the actual true religion is aliens and that they're all interconnected. That is Project Bluebeam's like basic hypothesis put out in 1994 by a guy who had his kids taken away from him by the Canadian government after putting that out and then had a heart attack in 1996 conveniently when he was extremely healthy. And then his book just conveniently disappeared from publication and the Internet and Wikipedia and pretty much everywhere. All of like all of this has just been like wiped from the internet. It's kind of hard to find stuff on this. But his idea was that they would convince people that all the religions are false. Once the new world order was set, once we hit agenda 2030, hit its peak, and then maybe five years later in 2035, they would come out and be like, hey, let's simulate aliens landing on the earth and tell people all the religions are actually just aliens, that they're all sky daddy, that they're all just Elohim, meaning people from the sky and the, the African religions believed in people from the sky and everybody believed in people from the sky. The Greeks did it. So actually what they were all referencing was just aliens. That's kind of Claude's whole thing is that all of these cultures were just going to butcher their words and change what Elohim means and change what Yahweh means and change it around in any part that's inconvenient was just mistranslated because what we're all really should be worshiping is this one alien race. And they're going to convince people that their new alien gods to base their new world religion on, and they would abolish all world religions and implement their new one world religion based off the cult of man. They would get rid of borders and nationalities and abolish the family, which is also conveniently what Claude believes in. Rael believes in we shouldn't have kids because we should just be cloning people. Pro-abortion, anti-childbirth, pro-one world religion, pro all of the worldly everything, pro-world economic forum, pro-every elite who's part of the world economic forum, by the way, including Zuckerberg and all these other people and George Soros. Is, is it too crazy to suggest that he, as crazy as Claude is, when all of the mainstream media is saying the only problem with this religion is that it's not true, what if the world was convinced it was? That everybody believes in aliens, and if they don't believe in aliens, they believe in religion. What if they convinced everyone in the world through projections in the cloud seeding layer with the satellites that it was all aliens all along. That's my crazy unhinged conspiracy theory. I know, I know, I know it's weird. I just had to put it out there because no one else said it and it's probably completely <laughs> bullshit, but I think it's hilarious. Like I've been wondering why the government has been Pushing more and more hints out that aliens are real. Since 2020, conveniently, when the Navy UFO thing came about and the Pentagon's like, eh, yeah, actually, UFOs are real. Yeah. 
like right in the middle of the pandemic when the world was going crazy for everybody <coughs> and everyone was like the most primed to accept yet another weird one. We had the Tiger King. We had the murder hornets. We had the pandemic. And then we were like, oh, aliens too? No big deal. I'll accept that. Everything's weird right now. Right. And, and COVID-19, if you guys don't remember, is when Klaus Schwab said that the world would be put into a great reset where they would reorder the world's economy into socialism and a global one world government. So is this not all part? Is, 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 it, is it just convenient enough that the alien thing has been pushed by the government since the time where they supposedly reset the world order to bring us into a one world government by 2030? Just saying. It's kind of weird. Did I did I <laughs> did I break Abby? I, I, yeah, I'm broken. <laughs> All right, well that was my un that was my unhinged stuff. We're gonna go over to Rumble now and chat with you guys on Rumble more about this. I want to get your guys's uh, opinions on this. Are they going to try to? convince us all that all of the religions are really just aliens also guys don't forget um from rumble you can find our link to uh locals and if you go to conspiracypill.locals.com you can get our bonus unhinged content where we'll do even more unhinged stuff like this uh we're gonna be talking soon about are they actually turning the frogs gay hint they really are and it's actually a lot weirder and a lot deeper of a conspiracy than you would think so we're going to be covering that over on our Locals channel. We covered the conspiracy triangle last week of the TikTok censors and what they don't want us to be talking about. Um, any other thoughts you had for us, Abby, before we head over to, to Rumble? Please tell me it's not going to get weirder. It might. It might get weirder. Well, I don't know how much weirder can get than Clitorade. So you make some good points. I make some good points. All right. See you guys over on Rumble. Peace out, everyone.